the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Excuse my voice today. I am, I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. And we are probably the only show that I know of, and we've been on a long time, and I listen to see if there's any close competitors, and they're not. We're the only show on talk radio that is all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, from the basement to the roof, to your neighbors, to what trends are, what's current. Hopefully, I'll get some time to give you some investment ideas. I'm here in Palm Beach in our lovely Douglas Element office, which is beautiful. And it's sunny, but it was cold. And it was windy. But I think if you're in Florida, it's a break. Uh, and I'm walking around, and it's President's Week, so a lot of people are here because their kids are off from school. I'm here with my family. And I'm walking around, and I might as well be in New York. Or Connecticut, <laughs> someplace like that. Everyone, I, I see all these people I know. You'll have to call today and, and keep me company because Andrew obviously is away and so is Ace. But thank you, Tom Drew, because Tom is here with us and Tom is vice president of residential lending at Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Elliman as preferred lender. So thanks, Tom. Good morning, Donnie. How are you? I'm actually on the west coast of Florida. Uh, oh, so you're on the West parents. Coast. Yes, it's so, uh, my so how's the wedding, was wedding it, anniversary. Oh, that's so nice. That's really a nice landmark. Fiftieth. Uh, a lot of people never make it to that. That's they've been together True. that long. They probably are like. Was it cold there last yesterday, Tom? It, was it, it chilly was. in the West we, Coast? Uh, yeah, we. I think we're in the low to mid fifties with. with strong wind so it definitely felt more like uh northeast than florida yeah but anyhow um tom's we tom was with citizens and we'd like to thank citizens bank for their support citizens is an expert in helping young people solve down payment problems to buy homes and that's why citizens bank has their own down payment assistance program and again i always tell people it costs whatever telephone call costs to call or text and find out about that assistance program. You'd be surprised. So many people don't realize how little down you might have to put down to qualify. And that's a stumbling block for people. They say, well, gee, I don't have enough money. I'd love to own a home. But, well, Citizens really works with everybody, especially young people. So they have an assistance program. Uh, you should call them. 
and speak to a loan advisor. And the number is 1-888-514-2300. That's 1-888-514-2300. And Citizens has a 24-7 customer contact. So even if it's early in the morning, if you're an insomniac like me, and it's 3 in the morning and you want to get in touch with somebody, you can call them anytime or contact them at any day. They also have the convenience of 3,200 ATMs, so they have plenty. We will be joined by Ada Hashlaucher, who is a mediator for conflict resolutions, divorce, and family mediation. Now, you know, one of the most stressful things in life is to buy or sell a house. But it's even more stressful if you're getting a divorce. And I can tell you horror stories about that. Okay, who wants to stay? Who doesn't want to stay? So um, she's great, Ada, at helping people, especially when they're going through the trauma of going through a divorce, and then they have to sell a house, um, on how to mediate and find a resolution that works for everyone. Because sometimes it gets so heated that people don't even make sense. She is an accredited member of the National State a divorce mediation and a member of the National Association of Divorce Professionals. And almost every divorce mediation involves real estate. And we're going to discuss what some of the problems with real estate come up in divorces and how to solve and avoid them. So you're not going to want to miss her. And she's coming on in right after the news at the 11th hour. I always tell you what happened on this day. So in 1879, now think about this, 1879, the first Woolworths five and cent store opened. Are they? Do they still have Woolworths today? I don't even know. No, I think the last we'll one closed uh, a while ago. Right. I was, but I remember when I was a little kid, you could go there and buy things for like twenty five cents. I mean, I don't think you can buy anything for twenty five cents now. But they used to have them. But the first Woolworths five cent store opened, pledging to sell nothing that costs more than a nickel. Now, that was in 1879. So if they sold nothing that sold more than a nickel, think of the difference in money that. Um, it expanded over to 1,000 stores. Oh, and, and you're right. The last Woolworth shop closed on July 17, 1997. So many icon stores are closing. In 1974, for those of you who were around then, Patty Hearst was kidnapped and held for ransom of $2 million worth of food to hand out to the poor. I don't know if anybody remembers that whole escapade, uh, but that was uh, in 1974. On February, we're getting a little closer, on February 22nd, 1997, which is not too long ago, scientists announced that they had successfully cloned an adult sheep named Dolly. Dolly was the world's first cloned mammal. So that's when you have uh, someone... The, that looks just like you. I wonder if they clone humans. I'm sure they will one day if they're not doing it already. Uh, there was a, a movie when I was a kid that I watched. It was called The Invasion of the Body Snatchers or the Peapods or something like that. And Yeah, very take, scary when, they, when I was young was, watching that movie. Right? And they would take over yeah. your body, but they would just look like you. So they would just take over somebody's body. They would be, you would, it would look like the same person you always knew, but they would have no emotion. They had no feelings. They had no hearts, but they would look like you. They would take. They were taking over all people's bodies. It was crazy. I was scared of that movie. 
if you were born today, I think I had nightmares for years. Yes, that, and I have to tell you the other one. It's not scary to me now, but I remember seeing Psycho. Okay, and I, and Al, I think it was Alfred Hitchcock, and the and the mother turned around her chair, and there she was. She was dead, and she was stuffed. It was scary. Now it's not so scary. There's more, uh, much other scary ones. But if you were born today and your birthday is today, um, actually, you share your birthday with one of the most famous people, George Washington. Um, he was born on this day and in 1732, and he passed away December 14, 1799. He was 67 years old. And by the way, 67 in those days was maybe like 85, 90 now. I mean, it was like long, he lived... In those days, the life expectancy was much shorter. And so he, he lived a pretty full life. So yeah, I, I want to have so much wooden teeth, too. Wouldn't, well, I guess they didn't make the ones they make today. I don't know if they made right. they perfected teeth the way they did. By the way, just in case you're interested in, in, in New York City, uh, we're, we're, I think we're going to have a spring that's soon. I think the groundhog saw his shadow, and it looks like we're going to have an early spring, which we'll be happy about. But big spenders signed contracts. Remember they were saying, oh, everything's slow in the city and the big things aren't selling. Well, 20 luxury homes in Manhattan last week sold, and um, it was just a big month for the high end. It was the third consecutive week to see 20 or more deals on home prices above $4 million. And, you know, it was a kind of a slow start to the winter, but last week, forget about it. Everyone's out. And by the, and I, and I tell everyone because it's an election year and because the interest rates are very low and because so many people kind of are undecided and the market is what I would consider. I don't know if I'd say it's a, it's definitely, it's kind of a non-eventful market unless you're and but if you're in, in the entry level there's not that much inventory but if you're looking for a trade-up it's a really good time to buy uh, you can make some nice deals and i guess those people thought that so what was good news for those for manhattan single family permits now and this is across the country they rose and why is that important to know that's important to know because as we told you and as I've told you, that the problem across the country, not just in the Northeast, is inventory at the entry-level market. And uh, there wasn't that much building, so housing starts where that means that the builders are getting permits to build new stuff, uh, has really risen to a 12-year high. So that means that builders have confidence because builders are going to be building things if they think the market's not going to be good. So still, the, the, the spring might be tough. And because when you listen to numbers and you hear they're down, we would have a lot more sales nationally if we had the right amount of inventory. We're very short of inventory on the entry level. Uh, now, Lawrence Young, who's the chief economist and one of the best I know, uh, who's a, for the, he works for the NAR, he said as trade-up buyers move into these newly completed homes and then they, when they trade up, then obviously then you help first-time buyers move in. So that's really all good that permits went up and uh, builders showing that builders also have so much confidence in the economy. The bad news. I think, 
for renters. I can tell you here on the West Coast, Dottie, they're they're building single-family homes like crazy. I drove past miles of them yesterday, and uh, it, it's remarkable how many homes are being built down here. Now, where whereabouts on the West Coast are you? Uh, near Tampa. Near Tampa. Uh, just, and- just south of there. And it used to be just some farmland, and now it's just huge development, single-family homes as far as the eye can see. So uh, well, let's I don't say know this- if it's... I think Florida is amazing. No, I think Florida. I mean, this is again, nobody is God, so nobody knows 100%. But if I had to put my money on a state that's really going places, it's Florida. So many people are moving here um, because of a lot of things because of the quality of life, uh, because there's jobs, uh, they've really built it up. Tax situation is very favorable here. So Florida is really a place to consider. But one day when we're here, we have to do a show just on the different parts of Florida. Because one of the things about Florida is it's a big state. So there's so many different parts to go to. Uh, and that's why I tell people, unless you've been to a place a number of times, you should rent first, make sure that you like living there, and then buy. And you can buy, forget it, price ranges are from soup to nuts. So it's a good place. And and the West Coast is really, because isn't there, because now there's a lot more planes and, and, and uh, flights to, to the West Coast. Yeah, you can get one almost any hour of the day. If you want to fly right. in the middle of the night, you can practically get here. So, right. yeah, no, that's definitely, now, uh, and the weather's tremendous, too. It's beautiful. The bad news that I was telling you about is that rents, and I said to everybody, you don't want to buy a good investment, start to buy two and three family houses, but the rents are increasing, and especially in the city, they're increasing, and the the rental market shows no sign of it going in the opposite direction. So if you're looking for an apartment, it's tough, and you better be competitive, and you need to really see what's out there. And I hate to tell you, I won't mention the name of those sites that you go on and you think that half of the places are not for rent or they're sold or, or they're rented already. And never send money, never send money to a site that has a rental that you haven't seen and make sure you check out because there's a lot of scams that go on. Fortunately, concessions still represents a significant, we say concessions, meaning that the, that the landlord will give you, you know, maybe a month free or some extra goodies. Um, and Douglas Elliman does a rental report. You can go on our site and find it. And uh, the three boroughs you're most likely to find an apartment listing with a concession in Queens. So if you're looking for concessions, uh, Queens had the most. They had uh, 53% of things had a concession. And by the way, it hurts nothing for you to ask. And then, of course, um, Brooklyn and Manhattan were about in the 40s. But rents are up, and they were up in all categories. And that's straight from our uh, pro who does all our reports, Jonathan Miller. So if you're a renter, but I would still look, you know, for, um, and I'll give it to you a little later on the show, some areas where you can still get two family, three family houses. And if you're willing to take that on, or you have somebody that's handy and willing to go out in the middle of the night, if somebody calls up and says, I have a water leak. uh, I just think that, I think that's really going to be over time, a solid investment. Price increases. You know, certainly people that are looking to buy their first house, it's, 
it's also a good idea if you want to build wealth in real estate to have that your first house and then, you know, eventually rent out everything and move on yeah. to a single family house. It's a, it's yeah, a great way a to get started. Good idea. That's a good idea. Tom is basically saying you could live in one of the apartments and rent out the other two. And then when you're ready, you can then buy your own house or maybe stay like that forever. It doesn't matter, but I think sure. it's still a good thing. So uh, price increases, uh, over things were still increasing in Manhattan and the co-op market. There was a decline in sales. And so when you listen to or read the papers or you have to read really what you're reading because it gets all jumbled, they might have had a slowdown in sales. But that doesn't mean they had a slowdown in price increases. Prices increased modestly, but they did increase the sales were off, and as you can see, they were especially off on the higher end. And on the entry-level markets across the country, they were slower because of lack of inventory. Uh, so you're going to see more sales as soon as uh, we see a release of inventory. I don't see that happening in the spring, though. We were talking about um, famous buildings, and we're talking about, I'm not going to get into it today, but it's what they call air rights. And that's the ability to build on top of something. So if you have a building that's, say, 20 stories, and that building happens to have air rights, you can build another couple of stories or however many legally you're allowed. And so Macy's and Tiffany's are using the right, and they're going to build above, above their buildings. And in Palm Beach, on famous Worth Avenue, which is world-renowned, on top of the Tiffany building on Worth Avenue, they're building it right now. It's going to be 13,000 square feet, and it will have a living quarters and one level plus a rooftop dining area, bar, and swimming pool. Obviously, I don't, we don't even know the price yet. But as soon as we find out, we'll tip you off and let you know. Sometimes I'm Is that going to be one level. unit, Dottie? Is that a single unit they're building? Yes, One it's going person. to be a single unit. Wow. So somebody's going to have a very special, special wow. place. Yeah, but they're not telling you the price. They don't. They have no price on it at the moment. Uh, some of you read in the papers and ask once in a while for me to tell you uh, what's who's selling the house. Well, I don't know what was the name of the movie. What was the name of the movie with uh, Hannibal, where he was crazy? Oh, it was uh, Anthony Hopkins. And he was a madman. And I think, who was in that? He was uh, a madman. He was in jail. And he killed all these people. And anyhow, uh, what, what movie was that? I can't think. Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if you ever saw that. But he was a scary character. He's selling his Malibu home for $11.5 And remember Donald Trump's house? I have to look up and see if that ever sold. We, we talked about it. It was in somewhere in Queens, and it was on sale for a while, and we were trying to guess the price. Well, now Barack Obama's Honolulu childhood home hit the market, and Barack's childhood home, which was in, uh, I believe, Hawaii, huh? so is on the market for $2.2 million, and it's almost 2,000 square feet. And, of course, last week, Jeff Bezos reportedly he paid $90 million dollars for a second Los Angeles property. The week before, he bought one for $165 million in L.A., which was the highest price sale in L.A. I think the one before that was $155 million. So he bought $165 million, and then he bought another one for $90 million. 
I guess he believes in real estate. We'll be right back. We're taking a quick break. We'll be right back after the break. Dr. Sebastian Gorka has some words to live by. You do not apologize for being on the side of truth. You do not apologize for standing up to your Christian values. They'll get out the hammer. They'll get out the pile driver. And then they'll try and take you down finally. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The Answer, brought to you in part by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. Whether you need help drafting a will, trust, power of attorney, or health care proxy, their experienced team of attorneys have been helping clients plan their estates for over 30 years. Syracuse and Georgia Tech play for the second time this season this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Will the Orange pull off a season sweep? Hi, I'm Matt Bart. Join Jim Sadlin and me for Orange pregame at 3.30. Tip off 4 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Take AM 970 The Answer anywhere you go with our mobile app. Get in on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Radio.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak 
weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you're listening to I on Real Estate, and I just got yelled at. I just got a call. You know, I'm proud, but Douglas Elliman listed the Woolworth property. We just listed it a little while ago, so I knew that that was there, but I didn't know, and I'm so proud, of course, but who else would have listed it but Douglas Elliman and Gary Poor, and it is on the market, and it's $17.5 million. and for that, I mean, you have to go to the Douglas Elliman site and see it, and even if it's not your price range, you just have to see the inside, and what it's just beautiful, and uh Worth Avenue, and it's like on top of the Tiffany building. It's kind of a special property. It's got a rooftop bar, a dining room. It's beautiful. So I'm sorry, but if you want to see it, really go to our site. Go to our site for anything you want to see. We have a great, great element site. I uh, told you about Jeff Bezos and well, he's buying. And then I told you that the parking spots, okay, that they were going for $100,000 for a spot to buy a parking spot in San Francisco. Now, if you want, as an investment, you could go to cities like Chicago and Phoenix, and you can buy a par- parking spot for fifteen to 25000 Now, if you're interested in buying a parking spot, because we tell you about all real estate, not, not my expertise, but you could go on usparkinginvestments.com. USParkingInvestments.com, and you can either rent these spots or sometimes they're for sale. And uh, the good news is they don't need a whole lot of maintenance, right? Okay, the parking spot's pavement will eventually deteriorate, uh, but you won't have to worry about that 2 o'clock in the morning call that I told you about uh, from a complaining tenant. So, hey, think about the people that own the parking slots in the city. My God fortune. And for those of you who are looking to buy a home, if you're, obviously we're going to have our mediation attorney, but fighting and during the home buying process is very common. Don't let it wreck your relationship. 77%, that's 77% of U.S. home buyers and home sellers said that they admitted that they had they fought with loved ones during the stressful process of selling or buying a home. It's a stressful time. And they said their arguments consisted... House Hunters, right? And you'll see that. You ever, you ever watch yes. that show, House Hunters? And all, all no, they I... do is uh, argue the whole time about <laughs> the type of house they want and, you know, no, what's important to them and... Yes, but I'm sure if you watch it, you'll see. But it's just a normal thing. And they say that they argue about uh, disagreeing over these questions. These are the biggest arguments they have, the must-haves. And I always tell people when they're coming in to buy a home, take a piece of paper or put it on your iPad. 
must-haves. This is what I can't live without. And these are want-haves. We'd like to have this. We'd like to have that. So it came to people argue over the, what they must have. So somebody must have this, and the other person says, we don't really need that. And deal-breakers. And uh, they fought mostly over location of neighborhoods of their potential new home. 37% of people said they reported fighting over their budget. There was always somebody who wanted to kind of break the budget, spend a little more. And there's always somebody in the marriage or the relationship that wants to spend a little more. Fixer-uppers, some people fought over, somebody wanted the house that you could just move in. And another, then others, you know, the other per person said, nah, let's just get a fixer-upper. So, uh it's, it's not anything that you should worry about. Life experience, just know that you love each other and it's just part of the things. And when you come home at the end of the day, uh, it's just stressful. Home buying is stressful. Selling is stressful. I mean, think about it. That's why I always tell people, put your house on the price, the right price. The last thing you need to have is somebody, you know, your house on the market for years. And if it's been on the market for years, I'm telling you, it's priced probably too high. Okay, I would tell you to take it off and start all over again. Now, as far as mortgage news, Tom, right up your alley, uh, mortgage rates held steadily this week, right? I mean, what are the mortgage rates, Tom? Do you around? Uh, yeah, I mean, 30-year uh, fixed rates are right around 3.5%, sometimes a little lower depending on uh, down payment and profile, but really uh, near three-year lows and uh, potentially drifting a little lower. So, uh, I mean, an amazing right. opportunity for people looking to it buy or refinance to, to save some money. And by the way, the 15-year rates, okay, because you don't always need a 30-year mortgage. That's just kind of a traditional thing. If you're not going to be in a house for 30 years, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> take a 15. That's at 2.99. And uh, I don't I think, I, just my guess, again, I don't have a crystal ball, I think they'll stay late. They'll stay down for the election time because nobody wants to raise them and be the party that raised interest rates. But I do believe that after the election, anything can happen. Now, there's also something with the, the, the whole virus. Is I, I, I'm trying to really absorb what I understand that it's an epidemic and people close their factories down. But they're also saying that. Uh, it could have an impact on more than, you know, on businesses, assuming now right now the U.S. has not really had many cases. It's really basically in China, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. But it says until we see how that plays out, rates should remain stable. Absence of virus right now, rates, they say rates would be climbing. So I don't really know about that. I don't know. I would, I, my common sense says, gee, in election year, you don't want rates to climb. I don't think they'll, but they say that they would be higher than they are now. They would still be low in overall rates, but they're at very, very low ends now. And they say that that virus has something to do with it. And I'm not sure. I don't think anyone knows 100%. But if you're looking to buy, it's a perfect time. And if you're selling, and I get so many homeowners. I just had a, somebody, a friend the other day. She goes, well, Dottie. Do I think you think I should? And I said, well, this is the third year you've asked me this. I said, so first of all, do you really want to sell it? Well, I think I'm in Florida a lot now, and I think I probably should. Well, 
you can't think. You have to decide, speak to your husband, make a decision. But if you do, well, do you think the market will be better next year? And believe me, so many people ask me the question, should I wait? First of all, you can never time the market, ever. Okay, nobody can time it. But with the rates low, it's really a, a good time. And uh, there was a survey, and I think I stressed it last week a lot. I told you, and Tom just mentioned it, about refinancing. There was a survey that said that 27% of mortgage holders do not know their current interest rate. Meaning a lot of us took mortgages out, and who reads that? You take it out, you know the rate when you took it out, and years later you forgot what the rate is. So we're telling you to please find out what your rate is, what your mortgage rate is, okay? And what does it have to be, about a point or two less? What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I would say, you know, on average 1% makes sense. If the if you have a very large mortgage, sometimes uh, less than 1%, it might make sense, but that's a good rule of thumb, but with the, at least one. Yeah, and you could... You could call Tom, okay? You could call the radio show. We'll get it. But remember this. Mortgage holders are missing out on refinancing, okay? And it's worth a call, and you could be saving hundreds and hundreds of dollars. More homeowners are considering remodeling. So if you're remodeling, you've got to stay in the home. You could do a refi. It'll pay for your remodeling. Don't miss out. Please make the call. Find out what your interest rates. Because really, thank God for Ace. Because he gave. I I took my mortgage through Citizens Bank, and I didn't remember exactly what it was. I refinanced twice already, and he said, "Oh, Dottie, it's time to refinance again." And uh, he reminded me, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm just telling you, mortgage rates are historic lows, and 27% of the U.S. population does not know what their mortgage rate. So find out. Pay off your credit cards. It's a good time to do that. And if your credit cards, I mean, what is the interest rate on credit cards? About 17-something percent? Yeah, it could be at least that high. Yeah, so you're better off maybe taking equity or do a refinance and pay less interest rates. I mean, you can take advantage of so many things now. And if you have, and again, for those of you who have student debt, Citizens has a refinancing program for your student debt. And we know a lot of millennials are saddled with student debt. It's worth a call to refinance your student debt. We'll be back. 866-970-9622. We'll be back right after the break. Can you eat solar energy? The sun provides us with the cleanest and most pure form of energy, and plants are able to take the energy and lock it into a chemical bond. That captured energy is clean solar energy. So how can you get that same solar energy inside your body? When you eat fruits and vegetables, you are actually absorbing that same stored solar energy into your system. What's the easiest way to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables? Balance of Nature. By simply removing the water and air, Balance of Nature can take 
31 whole fruits and vegetables and put them into quick and easy-to-eat capsules. With just three fruit capsules and three veggie capsules, you get the equivalent of over 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every day. That's a lot of stored energy that your body will love. So if you're looking for an easier way to get clean energy, go to balanceofnature.com and order your bottles of sunshine today. This is Dr. Howard, founder and formulator of Balance of Nature. We're changing America one life at a time. One of the things that, you know, being a scientist and cardiovascular physiologist by training, I'm always asking, is it real? I actually wanted to know if they really cut up fruits and vegetables. So I called up and I asked about the manufacturing process, which they told me about the process of flash freezing and things that all are real. So I'm impressed with the answers I get. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling one 800 2468751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code the answer most people are looking for that one diet program that enables them to lose weight and keep it off they follow an array of programs all promising success and yet with the surge in diets and eating trends obesity rates continue to rise as do the number of diseases and health problems hi this is joan herman host of conversations with joan joining me this sunday night is dr michael greger author of the book how not to diet Dr. Greger honed in on how food actually affects our health and longevity, and he offers actionable advice and research to help us replace weight loss struggles with a simple, healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Dr. Greger is a physician, New York Times bestselling author, and founding member and fellow of the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. Tune in to Conversations with Joan this Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. For more information, visit CYACYL.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or radio.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. You're listening to Ion Real Estate, and I'm Dottie Harmon, the CEO of Douglas Elliman, and uh, we're so glad to hear. Please call with any of your real estate questions. I have some questions I'm waiting to answer, but I just uh, will tell you right after the questions, I'm going to tell you, will 2020, will that be a good year to invest in real estate? Want to hear your thoughts? But let me take a question from Janine. Hi, Janine from Little Ferry, New Jersey. Yes, hello, um, Dottie. I'm on a cell phone. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can hear you okay. very clearly. You have a good cell oh, great. phone. Great. 
Okay, great. Um, uh, I enjoy your show a lot, and I, I wish I had listened to it when I bought my house. I wouldn't have the problem that I do. Um, I live in northern New Jersey. Right. Um, it's a single-family house. The suburbs, you know, um, Bergen County. It's a corner lot. It's 100 by 100. Uh, we've been there about 30-plus okay, so a- years. We're senior citizens now. Uh was our All first right. house. Um, what oh, happened wow. was... Pardon? I said, oh, you've been in it. You you've been in it for thirty years, right? So this is you've this been, is what yeah. happened. Okay, what um, happened? We had to do some deck work and thing repair, so we had a survey done. When we bought the house originally, we had a survey done, but we did not have the markers put in. Uh, my so husband you said, oh, we're saving money. We don't need it. So now we have some deck work we have to do. The town requires a survey, so we had a survey done. We got the markers. Right. And we found out that our neighbor had put a retaining wall. It's blocked. You know that loose block they use? Not masonry. Yes. It's about 18 inches high on our property. Not only is it on our property, they even took, like, more. It's at, a, it's at an angle. So they took, in one spot, they took, like, two and a half feet of land off. Like, it's not about an inch or two things. They took two, like maybe so, two and a half feet at one point, and then it tapers off. So at the end, maybe they took like a foot. It's the walls at a crazy So in angle. other words, so the walls actually on your property. The walls, the entire walls on our property plus, um, yes. So um, these people are gone now. The house sold about two years ago. We didn't hear anything from the new neighbors. Because the wall, like, they don't even know, I don't think. And there's all these plantings, you know. So I don't know what to do so that we could protect ourselves. If it, because a lot of these houses, now there's developers moving in. You know, they're, they're, uh, it's knocked down. You know, you know what I'm saying? In the right, they're tearing down, they're rebuilding because there's not a lot of land. Well, let me say this first of all. When was that wall? Do you remember when the neighbors, your old neighbors, well, moved back? To you? But it's a long time. It's like 20 years ago. Oh, all right. So At it was least. long. Because there's such a thing as, and I, I, we have to, we don't have Andrew here today, but um, I do know this much. Is it adverse such a possession? Thing adverse possession, which is seven years. If I'm, yeah. So I, I, obviously, if that wall was on for seven years or over, uh, more than likely, it's part of the property. However, it, do you know if it affects your zoning? In other words, every suburb or every area has a zoning law, yet like your property has to be at least a certain size. It probably doesn't affect your zoning, does it? No, it's not, it's not a high wall. I don't think so because it's between the properties. Okay. And I so, don't know whether when they did it, they got a permit. Like, I don't even know. Like, we were just very naive. We are friends with the neighbors. We didn't ask to see the survey. It wasn't a hostile situation. It's, it's just it's their a land com- is like a little higher than and, ours. And, and okay. the guy said, well, I'm losing all my dirt. I'll put up a wall. And no, that and it's it. common. And let me say that that's common in the suburbs. I had a house like that, and obviously I did check because I know too to make sure that I wasn't on somebody else's property because it's really hard to be so exact. In my opinion, at this point, it's there. They moved in. It 
it it kind of is just kind of a divider. It just takes a little. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go any further with that. But if your property is big, you can at least have it marked, and you don't have to spend a lot of money to do that. Have it marked off and just have some little thing so that people know. Like people will plant, like put a stick, or they'll just put something so that are there neighbors behind you? Is there in other words? Yeah, there, are actually. They, yeah, there are neighbors behind us, but it, it doesn't really affect them at all. No, I, I know that wouldn't affect them because this is probably to the side of you. Yes. I, okay, I don't really believe if we're talking about an inch or two, unless there's a zoning issue, which no, I would like have to see. it's two feet. And it's more than an inch. It's about two feet in. All right. Well, so I'd have I was to... thinking the... Go ahead, you know shoot, what I'm saying? I'll, it's I just... not just on the border. Well, you you have the survey, so you're saying it's two feet on your property. Yeah. yeah. And well, does the I'm town have an issue with you getting your 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 CO for the deck because of it? Did they, did well, they we come didn't back do that yet. Anything? Yeah, we just no. Okay. Um, we're, we're not doing the deck work yet, but but that's why we got the survey. So that okay. and it's well, like surprise, we found all this out. All right. Well, really, I mean, look, you could go through attorneys and they'd have to look at your survey and see your survey. If you're going to consider doing a deck, even if you don't do it now, the first thing I would do is see if it, like Tom said, if it affects your building a deck. Because if it affects no, you building a deck, it, it won't. You it know won't. That. What? So then what, what I, would be... What would be the reason you would want to, like, make an issue? I mean, I don't think, I mean, if it's oh, been yeah, there yeah, for so many years. No, I'm just saying, should we, if they sell the property, because of their plantings are all over. They planted these Alberta yes. spruce. Here's what but I would they, do. Here's what I would do. You sound like a wonderful, I would, I would go visit them and say, you know, we really like you as neighbors. We're so glad you moved in. And because you're such good neighbors. We don't want to make anything about it, so, you know, leave your thing. But if you should sell, we want you to know that this is on our property. So as long as you're here, it's fine. But if you should sell, uh, please let us know, because then you're going to have to tell the new people that the property yeah, that's doesn't what I'm, end. That's what I'm more concerned about. So would that be something to do, like, if they sell and I see a – because I think they're a corporate transfer – I don't think they're going to be there that long. He was just here for business. So is that something I should deal with, like send a letter to their realtor when they sell it? Well, for, well, well. You first of all, the first thing I would do is, do you know them? Do you know I mean, these neighbors? Or just to say hello. I would actually yeah. go see them. And, you know, you make it like a positive experience because you're going to say, you know, you're lovely neighbors. We love having you next door to us all positive things, and because you wouldn't have known this probably, but the neighbors before built this wall, and it's on our property, but because we think the world of you, we're gonna we're not doing anything, but we just want you to let us know if you should move, because that we're just allowing, we're just doing this because you're our neighbors, and as long as you are living here, we're fine with it, but if you should move, you have to let us know, because when you transfer the property, you need to tell the new the new buyers that yeah, their that's, property right, that sounds Because I know when they yeah. move, it's probably going to be an investor. It's going to, you know, who's going to, you know, what they're doing right. now. And, 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 and this way, you're really making them feel good because you're saying that 
hey, as long as you live here, fine. Yeah, because that's uh, really how I feel. You know, the states, we put up the orange, you know, the markers, the surveyor put up the orange markers, and they saw them, and they didn't say anything. So yeah. they have young no, I kids, think that's the, so. Yeah, that's the best thing to do because you and then, you know, you'll keep a watch if you see people looking at their house. But I would go there. I would actually go visit them uh, on a set with, with a Sunday. Say, do you have a little time? We just want to and do it in a positive way. And I'd love if you call me back and let me know how it goes. OK, thank you. I enjoy your show. Thank you for taking my Thanks, call. I greatly Janine. appreciate it. And have a great weekend. Okay, so that's a common problem in the suburbs because people really don't know. And I think I might have told you a story once, and this is true. This was out on Long Island. And I think the zoning was two-acre zoning. So on two acres, if you, you know, there was a lot of uh, trees and people really didn't know where their property ended. And the, one of the neighbors built a pool and actually built it on part of the two acres so that when the person went to sell their house, they didn't have two acres anymore. And they had built it over seven or eight. It was like 10 years already that they had the pool there. And you can't, in, in the area that this was, you couldn't build on less than two acres. So the, the, the sale fell apart. And that, and I don't know what happened. They legally had to go fight that battle. This is not, doesn't sound anything like that because, but I think it's a good lesson to learn if you're going to put a fence up or something of that nature that you put a survey, you see, you look at the survey first and make sure you put it in the right place. Because I don't think people do it deliberately. All right. But it does happen. And uh, this one looks like it'll be okay, though. I mean, they're nice neighbors, and it's not, you know, it doesn't change the zoning or anything like that. So in saying that, I think that I talked about investments, and I said it's, you know, we're coming to the 11 o'clock news, and obviously I can't wait to talk to Ada about how she mediates real estate when people are getting divorced. But as far as this year, uh, it's a good year to buy, and um, that's because it's an election year. One of the new trends in this year is co-living. A lot of people are co-living. They're buying houses together. They're building apartments and rentals where they're for two or three people. Uh, it's a good year to invest. Everyone feels we're in a buyer's market. And again, depending on where you are exactly. Uh, but this year brings the US election, like I said. And uh, we don't know what the outcome of the election is going to mean. And you know that it's a good market now. And uh, condo sales are going to rise. They predict rents are going to rise. Uh, they predict interest rates are going to rise. So if you're in the mode of buying or buying an investment, and again, do your homework because we're talking nationally now and all areas are different. But certainly, I would really look into it. Uh, because the, the, and there's emerging markets. And I wanted to tell you the top 10 emerging markets. Not that I recommend buying property when you live so far away, but the top 10 markets for 2020 in, that are close or favoring mid sized metros, okay, are Austin, Raleigh, Durham, Nashville, Charlotte, Boston, Dallas, Fort Worth. Orlando, Atlanta, Los Angeles, and Seattle. Um, 
And then some of the smaller ones are Charleston, South Carolina, Portland, Oregon, and Indianapolis, Northern Virginia, and parts of Orange County. And again, The trend going forward, I was just talking to somebody as I was walking to do the radio show, and they have a home in Connecticut. And Greenwich, Connecticut, for those of you not familiar with it, is very close to New York City. It's got great schools. It's beautiful. And some of the larger houses are taking a long time to sell. It's, and that's because a lot of the millennials are really looking for walkable uh they don't need as much larger egg acreage. Uh, the, the trends are different. So when you're thinking of selling, more than likely you might be selling to a millennial. So you want to stage your house in a way a millennial would like it. I was having dinner with someone last night who's had an investment house they were selling. They put it on the market. It didn't sell. They bought some inexpensive furniture. And maybe I'll have them on later to tell you about it. They bought some inexpensive furniture. They staged the property, and they got an offer probably the next day. So showing your property in a favorable manner and making it look attractive, and you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it, is really important uh, because people sometimes are very visual, and they can't see beyond. They can't see beyond their, what they can see. Uh, now, other people can look and say, gee, this is not done up. This is not done up. If I knock this wall down, if I do this, I can make this beautiful. But not everyone's like that. So when you're putting your home on sale, remember, take all the clutter out. Take all those little widgets that you've collected over the years. And we all collect a lot of junk. Have all the windows sparkling clean. Paints and neutral paint. Okay. If you have old rugs, pull them up. If you had hardwood floors, you don't have to redo them. Just have them, you know, you could rent the machine to do them in a, in a supermarket. Little tips. I know they don't sound big, but they mean everything in getting your price. We're going to be back with Ada Hashlauer, uh, who is does divorce mediation. Um, she's going to come at the top of the hour, and she's going to talk about how is mediation different, uh, what if one wants to move out and one the other one doesn't? What do you do? What if you don't have the money to stay in? She's going to, and this really, believe me, we deal with it all the time. It's a big problem. You're not going to want to miss Ada Hashlauscher. She'll be right back after the 11 o'clock news. We'll be right back. Ion Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.